The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Are you ready? I'm ready. 10-4, copy that. Back for more, huh? For over 17 years, your place for all things outdoors. Well, this could not be any worse. Give it a sec. Ladies and gentlemen, The Revolution with Jim and Trev is on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. All right, folks, we are talking wild eats on today's show. I'm pumped about this. I am always hungry. Um, Bunny doesn't feed me. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, you can tell by the spare tire I have hanging around my waist. Uh, we are talking wild eats, though. Here in just a second, she's actually on the line. Uh, we got Miss Stacy Lynn Harris. She is the host of the Sporting Chef all-new season kicked off uh, September 25th. It is Monday's 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. She's going to be joining us for a special in-depth three-part interview uh, then we're going to wrap up with a double header with Brian Tucker. He is the assistant general manager and captain of flavor uh, there at High Mount Seasonings. We're going to be talking about field care. We're going to be talking about wild game prep, making exquisite dishes with the game we harvest. Uh, but Miss Stacy, how's it going today, girl? Oh, it's great. I'm super tired from the weekend. My goodness, but it is fantastic having a good day so far. Now, you got to tell me, how do you go from a lawyer then to a mother of seven? I presume, yeah. I think that's what it is now to that's right. the host of the sporting chef, <laughs> like master wild game cuisine cooker lady. I mean, that's a, that's a travel right there. It really is. Uh, but, you know, I married a avid hunter. In fact, this weekend, hunting season here, I think, just starts in maybe a week or so. So Scott is in full hunting season mode and is, I think, is going to burn some fields this next week. And so he had to poison everything yesterday. So um, he it was uh, he was so stressed he was like oh my gosh I have to get it all done because I got to go to work tomorrow and you know and so he stayed out there after dark he says I think this tractor still has I think it has lights on it so he didn't get home till real late last night but he got all the fields ready and prepped um, you know for hunting season so but that's why how I got into it you know I wanted good food. And, you know, I, I got tired of eating it the same old way, which nothing against poppers. I like, I like poppers, but, um, that's pretty much the only way that I liked it cooked. So I was like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta amp this up a little bit. So I started experimenting and it took about a year or so for me to really understand, yeah. you know, the wild game meats. And, um, and so I did finally, I felt like conquered it and I wanted to share it with people. And it just made sense, you know, after I had baby after baby that this was a better route for me than practicing law um, and being <laughs> in charge of other people's lives. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I decided to do this and it's worked out. It's worked out beautifully. Now you're talking about poppers, Miss Stacy, and did, yeah. uh, you kind of jazz them up. Like with figs. And you're not talking like, I mean, this is a bacon wrapped dove with figs. 
Um, but you're not talking like a Fig Newton, right? No, no. Oh, no. Um, you know, that's so funny that you mentioned that. I just, I hate a Fig Newton. And my, <laughs> do you really? My, <laughs> dude, it's like the only thing I really cannot stand. I don't know if it's from kindergarten or what, but there's something about it that I don't like. And so my husband likes them. And he's like, oh, oh, you just have to make them yourself. We'll home make them and you'll love them. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, but, yeah, but figs. I do. I do really like figs. And, but, I mean, in a cookie, I'm like, let's just go for the chocolate chip with the pretzels and heat bar <laughs> in it and, you know, kitchen sink cookie and let's don't put fig in it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but a lot of people love them. Um, yeah, but the figs are so great. And I know a lot of people can't get figs, so you can use dried oh, figs yeah. from the store and um, or apricots, you know, and it's just a, a, a thin sliver. It's not like I'm putting the whole fig in there. And it just really amps it up. It gives that sweetness to the, you know, the soy sauce or whatever you might have marinated your, um, your deer meat in. Um, I don't even know that I marinated it this last time for the dove. I just pounded it out. Oh, wow. And into strips and, you know, did the jalapeno pepper and the cream cheese and the bacon and the fig. And it just makes all the difference in the world. Just adding that little touch of sweetness. Now, so, and I did it over the fire. No way. Seriously. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. We, we want to mention again all the all new second season. Miss Stacy Lynn Harris, the host of The Sporting Chef, uh, Mondays, 930 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Make sure you tune in. You cover. So many things. We follow you, I mean, religiously on social media. You put out amazing practical dishes that is really crowd pleaser, especially if you have a big family like yourself or me. Is it tough yes. and daunting? Because, I mean, I look at your your recipe menu and what you come out with, and I know you're the host of a show, but that is a lot of different takes on different wild game proteins, dishes from you know, braising to different stews to grilling. Is it daunting to come up with that many different recipes and to keep it fresh? Because, you know, even in your house as a mom, if you want to keep the the maddening crowd happy, you have to add variety. Is it tough? You know, I taught the kids to cook at the earliest age. I mean, probably before they were even. I know my youngest daughter was standing at the microwave. The grandparents were over here. She was like two years old and she got a stool and she put it over there and then she warmed something up. So they have all been cooking ever since, you know, they can even before they can really remember. Yeah. So. We all, when we sit down at the dinner table, it's real funny. We talked about this yesterday. We talk about what we're going to eat next. You know, we're eating the food, but we're like planning the next meal. Yeah. And so everybody has their two cents and, and everybody's like, hey, I wonder if we did this. And so all of these ideas are just like popping around at the table. And so you come up with really interesting stuff. So I, it, it hasn't at the beginning. I think maybe it was a little bit more difficult, but now it really isn't because, you know, once you learn methods, how to do certain things with the meat and what the best method is, you you can ideas start popping into your head and it's always going to be good because you know how to cook that cut of meat. And like yesterday, my son um, was showing me a picture and he said, this is a beautiful picture. One of his friends had a lot of dub in, in yeah. this um, skillet and also had, you know, vegetables and stuff. And it looked beautiful before he was going to cook it. But we were like, that isn't going to work. And, <laughs> and we know, I mean, you know, it's like it's pretty to look at right now, but he's yeah. going to make that meal. Um, <laughs> so it, because it's going to be tough. And, and if you get dove meat overdone, 
is, or, you know, any duck or anything, it's going to taste like liver. Yeah. And that's what that was going to end up tasting like. <laughs> and we knew it was. It can mm. be the prettiest thing you've ever seen, but it might, it's, it's not going to taste good. When it comes to birds and stuff, do you traditionally stick to brining? You know, turkeys, doves, chicken, are brine something that you frequently use? I do. I, I do mostly brine. Now, if I am short on time, I will usually just pound out whatever it is. And because, you know, usually, it, and then I might brine it for like 20 minutes on the counter while I'm getting all the other uh, ingredients ready. Mm-hmm. And it will, it, once it's pounded, you know, it soaks into the meat a lot better. But if I'm going to do like, say, a turkey breast, I will brine it for like two days. Oh, wow, really? So, you know, yeah, because you want it to penetrate in into the meat. And wild, you know, since wild meat doesn't have a lot of fat and it's got all those tendons and all that and connective tissue, um, it needs to brine to meat a little bit longer. Now, so it, I do. when it comes to brines, you know, like we partner with High Mount Seasonings and I love their pre-made brines. They work tremendously yes. well. Do you make your own brines or do you like use something from High Mountain or, or store-bought brines? I do both. It kind of really? depends on my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I'm not, I'm a big believer in, you know, doing it simple. I mean, they're still, you know, going to be great products. I mean, just because you home make it doesn't mean it's any better than like High Mountain. Yeah. High Mountain seasoning is just amazing. Yeah. Um, and I love their seasonings, but a lot of times I do make my own just because I might not have some of theirs and I've got all of the ingredients. I always keep all of my, um, spices up to date so that I'm never without, and so I can just put one together really fast. Yeah, so we're hanging out with Stacey Lynn Harris, the host of The Sporting Chef, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. The all-new second season kicked off uh, September 25th. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Miss Stacey Lynn, before we get to a break, you are coming back. Where can we find you online? StacyLynnHarris.com and sign up for my weekly email. All right, that's what you got to do. We will return with Stacy Lynn Harris right after this. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Wherever you are, whenever you need it, we are only a click away. Online at JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. We hit the jackpot. I'd be proud to serve that in my restaurants. Become a wild game gourmet the Mike Robinson way. He'll be serving up his favorites on an all-new, all-wild season. I'm traveling to meet the folks who hunt in the wild like me. I hope you shoot straight. (laughs) I've never hunted anywhere like this in my life. Rodeo ramen. That smells good already. Hunting with skill, cooking with style, that's farming the wild. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Wild Eats is on this week's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Let's go! Now, let's get back to Stacey Lynn Harris, host of The Sporting Chef, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two. All right, we're back. We're talking Wild Eats, being joined by Stacey Lynn Harris, the host of The Sporting Chef, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. The all-new second season of The Sporting Chef has kicked off. Now, I was on your website, and honest to God, you have, like, the most incredible 
recipes, but I saw that you have a handbook on your website, the how-tos of canning, freezing, and drying foods. I think it's called something like Preserving 101, Canning, Freezing, and Drying. Um, And I'm going to buy that book. I think it's absolutely incredible, and I haven't even read it yet. Uh, But that is one thing I wanted to ask you about. You know, my wife and I got really big into gardening this year because we don't want to have to buy any produce, any meat from a store. We raise cattle, and we hunt. We have chickens and pigs. But when it comes to gardening and you get all this amazing produce, the thing is that's great in the time, but how are you going to preserve it? How are you going (laughs) to keep it? I mean, really, if you think about it, yeah, you're going to go out and get some fresh tomatoes, some lettuce, uh, some okra, you know, maybe some chilies, and you're going to make yourself a meal. But if you want to keep that long term, there's a lot of work and forethought, Miss Stacy, that has to go into that. So much, so much thought. Um, but you know, and it's kind of, it's really crazy during the summer. It, it's just, you go out there, you pick all of these peppers all at once. And one way you can do it is to stagger when, you know, you're planting. You're planting. So you plant them, you know, at three weeks apart to where you're able to get, you know, produce the whole summer, the, the whole, um, growing season, but then you don't get it all at the same time. But you get all these peppers and you're like, what in the world am I going to do with all this? I mean, yeah. you really you just need one jalapeno or something for <laughs> a dish. Yes, ma'am. So we, we just figure out how to make everything. I mean, how, what we can do. So we make, you know, red pepper jelly. Um, we pickle red peppers. Mm. We make, um, adobe sauce, um, and, and, um, sriracha. And so you can make all of that sauce and freeze it in freezer bags. Oh, wow. And yeah, so that is how we've been using all of ours up. And we smoked some um, the other day. And then you bring them in after they've been smoked. And then, you know, you, you grind them up in the um, food processor. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it just makes – and put a little vinegar in there. And, different, and anyway, make your sauce and put it in a freezer bag and freeze it. So there's lots of ways. And the red pepper jelly you can use almost as a sauce for wild game. So if you've got quail or something else, you can just pour that into a saucepan and you can baste your quail with that and then put a little mustard in it yeah. and make it into a sauce. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so that that's the red pepper dilemma. And, <laughs> you know, it, it, it is. It's a dilemma, isn't it? And then like squash. Now, this summer, I ate squash like they're going out of style because I'm trying to keep my weight down so that I can fit into <laughs> this particular <laughs> dress for my son's wedding. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I ate so much squash. Um, <laughs> but we, for squash, you can freeze it. So mm-hmm. I just cut it into pieces, um, slices. And then again, put it in a freezer bag and keep it flat, you know, make freeze it flat where they, they're in the discs so mm-hmm. they're not all sticking together. Mm-hmm. And then, um, make as much as you would make, like if you're going to make squash casserole, put it in a freezing, a freezer, um, or, or you can, um, vacuum pack, you know, the, the squash and put it in the freezer. And so we do a lot of that. You can can those. You can can like pickled okra. Oh, yeah. And you could put yeah. the peppers down in the pickled okra. There's a million things. We can just about everything. So, um, and we freeze just about everything. Uh, once again, hanging out with Stacey Lynn Harris, the host of The Sporting Chef, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Outdoor Channel. All new second season. Miss Stacey Lynn, the host, has kicked off, kicked off September 25th. Um, going back to canning, Miss Stacey, 
Um, I, I think it's really cool, especially when you can incorporate meats and stuff. So you're going to take your veggies. Let's say we're going to make a beef stew or a venison stew. Um, and we want to have like this one jar meal so we can take it out, warm it up, feed the family. It's a real time saver in the end up front. There's a lot of legwork. Is it that hard? Is Are there a lot of things that we need? Because when you read online, you know, like botulism and all this garbage. Um, and, you know, if you don't do it right, everyone's going to die, basically. <laughs> is it is it that tough, Miss Stacy? No. No? It's really not. The people don't want to be sued. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's... <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, I'm a lawyer, so I guess... I, and I'm always thinking, oh... You know, that I walk around going, oh, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, but that's really the gist of it. But no, people, you can get botulism. I'm not, you know, saying that you can't, you know, from canned goods. But, um, you know, it, it, if you can it, especially if you can it correctly, they'll last, I'm telling you, for years. Mm-hmm. So, um, and one great thing to do, I have a vegetable recipe, um, on vegetable soup recipe on the site that's like my grandmother's. Oh, yeah. And it is. So good. Anyway, um, you can put stew meat down, you know, stew stew meat in that Mm -hmm. and then do the pressure canner method. And um, and you can find that on my website or anywhere online, how to pressure can. And you're just not going to have a problem. And then you've got your soup on hand. But as you know, with this family of seven that y'all have and then my family of nine, it's very difficult to get a big enough can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, you know, so you might as well can everything separate and then just dump it into the, um, you know, into your big stew pot. And yeah. you, you spent all the money and you got the garden. He's like, well, this was a big investment. Uh, and then you, yes. you buy your tags or you raise your beef and you butcher and then you start to look into canning. You're like, oh, my God, I need to get a mortgage. Uh, because this stuff, it truly, if you want to buy nice equipment and for the size you need to make an impact, an actual dent, I mean, there yes. is some money involved in buying the yes. proper equipment. Well, that's what my husband says. He says, you know, um, homesteading, so to speak, is not for, you know, it's, you, you, you've got to have some money to start it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like you're really going to, you know, it, it, you can save money that the second year you can start saving money, you know, mm-hmm. but the initial investment of getting your ground ready, yeah. buying the seeds, keeping out, you know, you know, critters, um, you know, the whole nine yards. I mean, it is just not inexpensive. And then your canning equipment and then extra freezers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we have like an extra, we really need more than what we have, but we've got two freezers and, and, uh, and then one that's, a um, uh, chest freezer. So, you know, to keep all the deer meat and, you know, any of the vegetables that I've decided to freeze as opposed to can. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. All right. So hanging out with Miss Stacy Lynn Harris, we got to get to a break. We will return for a third part with Miss Stacy. She is the host of The Sporting Chef. That is Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. The second season has kicked off. This has been brought to you, though, by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Drive down to the garden, load up your veggies today uh, in your Yamaha side-by-side. Check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. Miss Stacy, before we get to a break to learn more about you, the Sporting Chef, your cookbooks, recipes, everything. Where can we find you online? Just go to StacyLynnHarris.com. That's what you got to do. Part three with Miss Stacy Lynn Harris right after the break. 
The Revolution with Jim and Trav. By listening to this show, you are officially more American than the Statue of Liberty punching Kim Jong-un in the face at the Super Bowl while eating a hot dog. So, that's pretty American. Call the boys now, 785-846-7647. And don't move. The Revolution will be right back. The hunts are tough. The meat is tender. Getting back into places like this can break your body. Meat Eater. Steven Rinella's outdoor masterpiece returns with an all-new season where epic adventures turn into epic feasts. Eventually, our work starts to pay off. The payoffs are delicious. Watch Meat Eater on Outdoor Channel, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, and on Sportsman Channel, Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on with Wild Eats. You guys in? Oh, I'm in. Now, once again, here's Stacy Lynn Harris, host of The Sporting Chef, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Pendleton Ammunition. Hand-loaded one round at a time and shipped directly to your doorstep. Find them online at PendletonAmmunition.com. This is part three. We are back with the canning queen, the master chef of all things wild game, Miss Stacy Lynn Harris. She is the host of The Sporting Chef. The all-new second season has kicked off Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Um, now, you mentioned before the break, uh, Miss Stacy, about your granny's homemade vegetable soup with, uh, I think online you have like beef chuck roast. Yeah. Um, yes. Now, I'm a big vegetable soup, beef stew, anything hearty and delicious kind of makes you like there's a hug inside of you. Oh, for sure. What goes into granny's homemade vegetable soup? Well, you know, this is what I like to, to, to tell people. I mean, I'm going to tell you all the ingredients, but if you don't have them all, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. It's just use yeah. what you've got. Um, but I, you know, I'll do an onion, a garlic, um, you know, saute onion, garlic, celery. Um, if you want celery in it, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, and then a corn is a huge part of the equation. And the thing that makes the soup good is is, is fresh. Ingred- there's fresh ingredients in it. But oh, yeah. the white corn is the best. And you can freeze the white corn. Just cut it off the kernel, put it into the freezer, and there you go. Really? Um, and, yeah, or put the cobs. Just freeze the cobs. It, mm. It'll work. So, anyway, you you know, that that's a big part of it. Okra is a big part of it. And a lot, about the same amount of corn and okra and lima beans that you put in it. You just put the same amounts in. Now, this last time, I didn't have okra, so I left it out, and it was still just good. Mm-hmm. Um, and tomatoes. And that's pretty much the whole gist of it. And now, the beef, I use um, chuck roast, and sometimes I'll put it in the pressure cooker because I really want to eat my soup right away. And it doesn't take that long to cook in the pressure cooker. It's so good. And I go ahead and pour the juices that, you know, created in the pressure cooker into the soup so that I get all that flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ju- and then the meat just falls apart. You can just kind of, you know, shred it up a little bit in there. But my family likes big old chunks, you know, oh, of yeah. meat and their soup. So it's really not that hard. And you can get it on the table pretty quick. Cause, you know, chuck rose takes about three hours or so in the oven to cook mm-hmm. at a low temperature because you're braising it. And um, so, but if you have it, already done or you do a pressure cooker you can have it ready in about 30 minutes 
Oh, wow. So, That's quick. Yeah, it, it's incredible, <laughs> the difference um, in, in time. Yes, ma'am. Now, do you have a new cookbook or a recipe book or something coming out? I do, and it's really about my life in the South. Um, and there's stories, you know, my, some of my favorite memories and stories about the South and why the South is kind of what people think about Southerners, you know, why do they think that? And I've got the stories that, uh, you know, where it makes it understandable. And, um, and then, you know, different pictures. I just kind of invite you into my life and, and some of my favorite foods, um, throughout my life. And so it's called Love Language of the South and it's oh. just the way we speak love is with, food. Yeah. So um, it's out for pre-order now. I don't know, you know, I'm, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be like even, you know, telling people to pre-order it, <laughs> but I'll go ahead and say it because yeah. you might as well. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's, uh, it's, I love the recipes in this book. I've got a chapter on hunting and fishing mm. um, in there because, I mean, we do that. This That's just like part of growing up here in the South, at least the people that I was around. Yeah. Um, it's just part of life. And so, you know, and I talk about why and give you, you know, different stories that, that I have from that and um, even our honeymoon and, you know, us going to see the caribou out in Wyoming. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I have a lot of different takes on things. Also, one kind of funny story that I have in there has to do with us going to New York. And so we went to the city and we're trying to eat fish. And this lady next to us, she also ordered the fish. And I don't know where she was from, but she tried to cut into it and it was a whole fish. (laughs) And so we didn't know whether to help her or whether to just watch. (laughs) Anyway, she ended up sending it back. She sent it back? And so she was like, yeah, she's like, I can't eat this. So I have have instructions in the book on how to eat a whole fish. (laughs) So... um, and you, you said, what is that, love language of the South? Yes, love language of the South. And like she doesn't know if she's supposed to mention it, but I would recommend pre-ordering it. Sounds like a fun uh, and delicious book, if you will. Yes, it should be quite funny to some people. Um, it comes. It doesn't really come out until March 2024. Oh, geez, um, really? <laughs> yeah, but hey, that's okay. I mean, it's going to be here before you know it. I'm telling exactly. you, when this summer started, I'm like, I'm not going to make it through the summer. I've got so much going on. It's crazy. And we're almost to the end. We're almost yeah. to the finish line. So it it's, it's not long. So you got this new book, the all new second season. We want to mention uh, the sporting chef, Miss Stacy Lynn Harris, the host of uh, the sporting chef Mondays, 930 p.m. Eastern time on outdoor channel kicked off September 25th. You've got this new book. You're a brand new grandma. Um, yes. And it seems like are you now like a part time or full time house flipper, too? Oh, yeah. 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 So we're having such a good time with that. I'm actually thinking about making this second, this next house into, um, into a place where I invite people to come and learn to cook or oh, really? to stay for the weekend. And no you know, way. I'm not sure, but that's kind of my thought. <laughs> yeah. You like you need another thing on your plate, but you'll do it anyways, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But we may flip it. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, we haven't decided, but we can't wait to, to get, I can't wait to get through this first part of the renovation. Yeah. But, um, but we're finding neat stuff. I mean, it is 200 years old. Wow. So it's, it's the coolest place. It was the very first house in that county. No way. So, seriously. Um, mm-hmm, very interesting. So, and then my son has a house across the street mm-hmm. and his is, um, you know, a lot nicer. Um, but we're going to, it's going to be a really cute, 
a really cute place. So we're excited about it. Yes, ma'am. Now, I read online, maybe it's not right. Do you go by Big Mama? Yeah, no, it's right. Okay, I was, I didn't want to say like, ah, you know, but no, I think that's so cool. You're Big Mama, and Big Mama has 10 meals for new moms, don't you? Yeah, and, and I do, I do, <laughs> and a lot of meals for for all that. Um, yeah, and because, you know, being a new mama, I mean, you know, new parent, it's just the hardest thing in the world to me. Yeah. And I, I really, you know, want people to know what to make these, you know, to make these new mamas, how to make their life life a little bit easier. So that was my last blog post, um, you know, is putting together that, I think. And uh, yeah, I'm going by Big Mama. It's It's a family thing. My grandmother's I mean, my granddad's mother was called Big Mama, Aww. but now it's funny because um, all of the boyfriends, you know, and all around here are calling me Big Mama. Do they really? So, <laughs> of, of the kids, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. All right, so hanging out with Miss Stacy Lynn Harris, Big Mama. Uh, she is the host of The Sporting Chef, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. All new second season has kicked off. This has been brought to you, though, by Pendleton Ammunition. Hand-loaded, one round at a time, and shipped directly. Directly to your doorstep. Find them online at PendletonAmmunition.com. By the way, Love Language of the South, where can we do pre-orders? You know, anywhere that books are sold. Um, I saw a, a link for Target, but it's on Amazon. It's on, it's everywhere. And for recipes, learn more about you. Learn more about The Sporting Chef, this all-new second season. Uh, just all things Stacy Lynn Harris in your awesome life. Where can we find you online, ma'am? Um, at StacyLynnHarris.com and all of the social media outlets, Stacy Lynn Harris. All right, so coming up after the break, we have Brian Tucker, the Assistant General Manager, High Mountain Seasonings. He is coming. Coming up next. Again, folks, make sure you watch The Sporting Chef Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. All new season just kicked off. Outdoor Channel, Miss Stacy Lynn Harris, Big Mama. Thank you so much for coming on and God bless you. It was a great time. Thanks for having me. Seven, eight, five, eight, four, six, seven, six, four, seven. That's how you call into the show and online at JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these short messages. For the dedicated American hunter, it's going to be a record year. And now's the time to prep for the ultimate season. So go to ultimateseason.com. For the ultimate buyer's guide of new hunting products, fresh content from industry experts, entertaining and educational videos, and proven tips and tactics you can employ in the field. Wow! It's going to be a record year. So get geared up now at ultimateseason.com. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Wild Eats. Now kicking off a two-parter with Brian Tucker, Assistant General Manager at High Mountain Seasonings. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part one. 
And we are back, folks. We are talking Wild East. Before the break, we had Stacey Lynn Harris, the host of The Sporting Chef, all-new second season, kicked off with Miss Stacy as the host. It's Monday's uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time Outdoor Channel. Right now, we have the king of flavor, the president of Deliciousnessville. That is Brian Tucker. He is the assistant general manager at High Mountain Seasonings. Brian, we salute you, buddy. How we doing, man? Good to be on. Dude, it is awesome to have you. We love everything you put out uh but let's get down to uh brass tacks real quick man um we are getting into big game seasons and we've Mm -hmm. talked a lot before about you know field dressing in the field everyone has their own take and you can hop on youtube man you can watch nine million videos and you can watch the prince himself you know steven ranella field dressing a deer it feels like you're being anointed when you watch his videos but when it comes to Field care, man. What are the essential tools that you take along? So for me, it's obviously time of the year is going to be very dependent on what I bring, especially if it's warm like it is right now. I always have ice in the vehicle, whether it's a jug of ice or ice cubes of ice in the cooler. Got to have that to get everything cooled down right away. So a good sharp knife, a small little saw for the pelvic area. That's going to be my two biggest keys to having success in the field, especially. You're going to get the guts out right away. You know, get that height off, especially if you're not going to be doing a mount of any sort. Get that body cooled down, and I cannot preach that enough. Yeah, now when it comes to the pelvic region, I see a lot of people will just kind of use a knife and put pressure and split it. A lot of people use a saw. I've seen other guys use like this little teeny hatchet they carry with them. Sure. Um, But you prefer the saw? I do. I do because I've broken knife blades trying to do it. I hit it in the wrong spot. Oh, yeah. You're out a knife, and then, you know, if, if you don't want to get shards in the meat or inside the internal cavity and have to reach in there and pull it out, especially if there's blood or anything inside, you don't know where it's at. The saw has been just super easy for me. Um, I get that split, and especially then I pull it down from the esophagus, you know, cut the sides of the diaphragm, and I can pull everything out all at once. Well, that's the thing is, you know, you've seen it, and I've seen it a bunch, and thousands of animals feel dressed. And it seems like everyone does have their own technique. But a lot Mm -hmm. of times when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, let's work smarter and not harder. And really, you know, to field dress a deer, you're talking two, three minutes tops. And it's done. It's clean. You shouldn't be covered in blood. There shouldn't be anything really um, there's a proper way to do it, and that's what you're you're saying. Right, right, exactly. And so, again, everyone, you hit it right on the head, has their own type of technique. Like, for me especially, if it's not some sort of trophy animal that I'm going to be keeping out, I run, like I said, I get the cavity open. I'll run my knife, though, I mean, and again, I know where the spots are at, on the cartilage, on the ribs, and the sternum, and pop all that free, get it all the way opened up to the throat so I can grab the hold of the esophagus, and then with one pull, I pull everything out, unless they're obviously shot to hell from bullet fragments or, you know, bursted organs or anything like that. I can pull everything out cleanly. One pull, guts, intestines, bladder, everything comes out all at once. And then you've got a nicely field-dressed animal, and it's just so much easier, smoother process. Now, do you ever, because we're big, you know, predator hunters, will you ever, we'll go out and I'll field-dress the animal, and a lot of times I'll take all those entrails and put them in a trash bag, and then I'll use them for, like, a baiting site for coyotes or whatever. Do you ever do that? I've So that, I've not, I mean, not to that kind of extent, but, like, we'll go back to a gut pile later on, maybe that evening or the next morning, 
and you know see if something has come in, especially for out way out in the boonies where there may be predators and a heavier impact area. Yeah. Do you guys now? You have wolves up there, correct? We do. We do have wolves. Yep. We have some that are. There's units that are for uh, considered a trophy unit, to where you have to have a tag to shoot them, and then most of the rest of the state is shoot on sight like a predator. Oh no way! Really? Yep. Yeah. So now, are they? I mean, wolves are so damn smart. Will they come into a bait? pile or not really not from my own experience that i've seen i mean they're probably if they do i'm sure they come in in the cover of darkness Mm -hmm. just out of self-preservation you know that predatory instinct that they've developed because of whether they've been hunted or just in self-preservation they're at night where they're less likely to be ambushed attacked shot anything like that so i've not specifically targeted them like with coyote hunting or anything like that but you can bet I sure wouldn't pass up the opportunity if one came out while I was out hunting. Oh, yeah. And all right. So we field dress the animal and we're going to take it back. And we've talked hanging it before. And you mm-hmm. prefer when you hang your animals to take the hide off and hang it or are you yep. going to leave it on? I take the hide off and hang it just to let all that um, dry aging process, get all the moisture or mo- as much of the moisture as you can out of it. Let that blood drain out, dry up. Uh, there's people that leave the hide on. Uh, if you leave the hide on, like with me, I'll dry age them, you know, 10 days to two weeks. The hide becomes very hard to get off at that point. Oh, yeah. So um, it's not impossible. Everyone does it, has their own method. There's really no rhyme or reason, or right or wrong with that. Just with me, I skin them, wash them off, dry them off, hang them for, like I said, 10 days to two weeks and go from there. That's what I've always done, too, is that you go out there and I want to rinse that cavity and get everything. If there, There's going to be inevitably some hair and dirt. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. So I want right. to rinse it. And I've had a lot of guys be like, oh, you shouldn't be introducing, you know, anything foreign like that to it. Uh, it's not like I'm hitting it with a power washer. You know, you just use your garden hose. You kind of spray right. it off, clean it. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And personally, I think you end up with a better product in the end. Well, you're getting anything that may be potentially bacteria that's touching it off of it. Water, sure, allows moisture, which can allow bacteria to grow, but that bacteria has got to spawn from somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you're like you said, you're going to get hair, dirt, if there's extra. I mean, someone hits a gut sack. You know, there's going to be all kinds of stuff that could potentially be inside of that body cavity. You're going to be better off rinsing it off than you're not. So if you want to talk about introducing something foreign, you've got dirt on your hands. You've got dragging your feet, moving the animal, you kick dirt inside of it or on top of it. There's where the foreign substances are coming from. Yeah, and you put that bad boy in the back of your truck. Think of all the stuff you load in your vehicle. Oh, yeah. Yep, exactly. I mean, so that's where I get the hide off. I rinse it off, especially like with antelope who have hollow hair that once you start skinning it, you can't help but get hair all over yourself. Yeah, that is wild. My God, it just falls out instantly and you're covered in hair. And you barely have to touch it and it comes off. Yeah. All right, so we've got our animal. Uh, down, it is field dressed, it is skinned, it is hanging in the barn. Uh, we're going to get back into cooking it up with amazing products, seasonings, brines, all that good stuff from High Mount Seasonings after the break. We're hanging out with Brian Tucker, the assistant general manager at High Mount Seasonings. Where can we find you guys online? Find us at our website, himtnjerky.com. All right, part two with Mr. Brian Tucker right after this. We ain't pretty, we don't smell nice We shot a white tail once or twice But if you don't care, then we don't care So wave your flag and your guns up in the air Let's go! Stick around, the revolution will return right after these messages 
Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Wild Eats. Now, let's get back to Brian Tucker, Assistant General Manager at High Mountain Seasonings. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's part two. And we're back. We're talking Wild Eats. We got my main man, Brian Tucker, the Assistant General Manager, High Mountain Seasonings, on the line. Uh, Now, you guys offer so many products, dude, and I was actually looking at your Outdoorsman bundle. It's got, like, your venison rub, your garlic uh, pepper rub, Canadian moose seasoning, hickory burger western-style seasoning, deer steak western-style seasoning, uh, and brown sugar brine. That would be an awesome bundle this time of year to get, buddy. Oh, 100%. Especially, it's going to have something that you can try, whether it's wild game. I mean, if you want to do regular domestic burger steaks, anything like that, try brining, smoking chicken, fish, any of those. That's a great, like you said, starting point and kind of go try other things from there. Can't really go wrong. No, you can't. And one thing you guys have done, especially being friends with you for so long and talking you have really encouraged me and our listeners to try new things because you always think, oh, making my own sausage or making my own jerky, my deer sticks, whatever it may be. That is best left to the pros, you know, buy it in the store. You can do this. You guys have made it so simple and easy with your kits. And like you just came out with this all new variety pack uh, for making breakfast sausages. Yep. You go to yep. the store, you buy breakfast sausage. It's always Way too greasy, and I don't like the flavors, but now we can make it with you guys' products, and it comes out perfectly. And that's the nice thing. I've always said, like, I got into the processing 17, 18 years ago, and I was using High Mountain products before I ever came to work here. You can take our products, follow the instructions, and you can have it come out like a professional did it your first time. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best things. We have the quality ingredients. We've got the quality casings. But the ease of use with the directions are one of the biggest sellers and best things of our product that, like you said, it's people are intimidated by it. They want to leave it to the pros. You can be the pro, and it's super easy, especially like right now, too. Our large sausage kits, they're 20% off through the end of the month. Oh, wow. It's even less, yeah, even less of a cost. Go try it. Don't be afraid to, you know, make first batch. We always recommend following our instructions and then kind of deviate from there and make your own. Like I'm currently had a little bit of venison left over from my wife's deer from last year, and I'm trying all sorts of new stuff with it that I normally don't do. And I've actually seen some pretty good results and just tinkering a little bit with it and just try this, try that. And it's fun. You know where your meat came from. And the fact is you can get everyone involved, you know, husband, wife, kids, get your dad, grandparents. It's actually a pretty good time. Yeah. And people really need to hop on your website again, himtnjerky.com and watch for the website specials. You guys have stuff happening all the time. You mix it up, especially on social media, Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. You got to follow. But I, I think one thing that really resonates, man, is that there's a difference between a company that wants to sell a product and market it and have it sell versus a brand that is built from outdoorsmen and they hire out like like you, dude. It's like booking you for an interview. You might be out chasing bison or guiding for elk or on a fishing trip. This is what you do in your downtime. But then, you know, finding these people to come up with these awesome seasonings and how they pair and you guys try them, having real outdoorsmen and women make these products, you can taste it in the flavor. And that's been one of our best things. Like you said, you hit that right on the head. I mean, majority of us here, we are outdoorsmen. We do hunt. We do fish. Or we have someone in our family that does. And so 
there's usually an abundance of, I mean, for testing purposes here, abundance of game. We can figure out a good starting point, you know, a good median for everybody and kind of go from there. And that's been one of my favorite parts of my job. I came in as a processor and I get to test a lot of the new stuff. I get to help develop some of the new stuff. And then if I screw it up, okay, great. If I get a home run, <laughs> great. You know, it's just, it's fun. It's part of the job. But then it's also hearing the feedback from people like, oh my gosh, that kid was so easy. was so good. Yeah. And lo and behold, you know, I'm on the other end of the line talking to the person like, yeah, you know, I, I helped develop this. And it's, I mean, I'm not telling them that, but it's like, it's good to hear we're doing something right, you know, and we want to keep doing so because we want to continue to be the premier brand out there for what we do. Well, and I think that is so cool. You know, it is the ultimate American dream, you know, and you don't hear about it anymore because unless you have, you know, nine million degrees and you're a philosophy dude, you can't work your way up in uh, a company anymore. And you starting off as a processor. And now, I mean, the assistant general manager. And the cool thing is when people call you up, I mean, like you answered the phone today. I mean, Mm -hmm. the way you guys operate, you really are a family unit. And we get to talk, like you said, to the people that are making the products and using them in hunting. That's phenomenal. Yeah, Yeah, it's 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 a beautiful pairing between us and our customers for sure. Yeah, we do get comments at at times where it's like, oh, you're real. You're not a there's not a switchboard. Oh, you (laughs) don't have to go through the robot to get to somebody. And it's like, no, it's us right here, small town Riverton, Wyoming. Now, what other specials, you know, you get you we talk all the time. Um, and you tease a lot of things. We get so excited, but you've got some big things coming up in the near future, uh, from high mount seasons, right? We do. We do. So by the first of the year, we're going to have some new shaker seasonings coming out that, uh, be on the watch for. Yep. Yep. It's going to be, we're pretty excited about this. Something we've had kind of on the back burner. We've been thinking about for a few years and. Yeah, they're not quite ready or headed to market yet. By the first year, they will be. We'll uh, we'll make sure we can make the official announcement on a future interview with you guys for sure. Oh, awesome. Now, let's talk about this fall. What are some hunts you have planned? What are you going to be doing? You have a busy schedule between yep. work, hunting, family, cattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of do it all. You guide. Do you have any hunts yep. for yourself coming this fall? Actually, this weekend, I'm headed for antelope. So oh, are you I really? Finally, yep, yep. I finally drew a tag. Uh, it's going to be one of those we're going to be pretty picky about. You know, the winter here was pretty harsh, so it's going to have to be a pretty unique situation before we fill the freezer with one of those. And then beyond that, I've got a few elk and deer tags myself, but the, you know, the highlights for me are definitely guiding my wife and then the veterans hunts that I guide. We've got, uh, deer hunter and antelope hunter and multiple elk hunters coming out here in the next month where these guys that sacrificed for us, we get to give back a little bit. Oh, that is incredible. All right. So we're hanging out with Brian Tucker, the assistant general manager at High Mountain Seasonings, uh, talking all things flavorful, wild game hunting again, buddy. Where can we find you online? Check us out at HIMTNJerky.com. You'll find our specials, recipes, tips, frequently asked questions. You lose your instructions. We got them there. <laughs> Check out our full line of products. And this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine, HIMTNJerky.com. Follow them on social media. Uh, watch out for website specials, recipes, uh, all sorts of great stuff. All right, we got to get to a break. We'll return with the close right after this. Stay right there. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these messages. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. 
The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with J.D. Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, J.D.? Oh, yeah. Go to vinedabar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vine to Bar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties. But you have to go to the website. It's vinetobar.com, and the code is CHOCOLATE20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate too much. Yes. Too much. Go to vinetobar.com and put in chocolate 20. You get 20% off your order. Again, vinetobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. The code chocolate, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E 20. Vine to bar chocolate, chocolate 20. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. All right, folks, what a fantastic show. Being joined by Miss Stacy Lynn Harris, the host of The Sporting Chef, all new second season as Miss Stacy being the host, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus my dude, Mr. Brian Tucker, Assistant General Manager at High Mountain Seasonings. Dude, thank you so much for coming on today. It's a pleasure. Anytime you want to do this, you just let us know. We'll make sure we can get it done. Well, we have to have you back on uh, to tell us about your antelope hunt. Now, are you doing that locally? I am. So it's about 100 miles from here. I guess that's local for Wyoming. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, my dad and I have the same tag. I got a buddy whose son who's got a tag and a unit the neighbors ours and yeah we're just gonna go out and see what we'll get into oh holy smokes all right folks thank you so much for listening stay in tune visit us at jimandtrav.com also hop on himtnjerky.com for all things flavorful delicious different recipes ideas for preparing wild game in your home that's himtnjerky.com god bless you boys and girls get outdoors this weekend take some kiddos with you hammer home firearm safety and peace out we love you america Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.